Good morning, good morning, and good morning. Welcome in to the Power Hour. It is your, or on your online home for 90s and 2000s rock, I should say, on the planet. Listen to theplanet.com, App Store, Google Play, search Listen to the Planet. Also, we're on iHeart, we're on TuneIn Radio, search Listen to the Planet. That's how you consume music in Alexa. Alexa, got to enable the Planet Online skill, then say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. So we're also coming to you live on Facebook, too. You check my, my headphones real quick. Okay. And live on Facebook, my Chris Logan page. Live on our Listen to the Planet Facebook page and inside my Chris Logan in the Morning Facebook group. What are we going to talk about today on the Power Hour? This Wednesday, March 29th. Well, got an update to the... I guess it's somewhat of an update. I should say a statement released by Youngsville Chief Ricky Boudreaux concerning the incident, I'll call it, with Councilmember Kayla Rayo that happened back in November. We watched a little bit of that video yesterday, talked about the story yesterday. One thing I missed, and someone pointed this out, but I missed that when they asked her for her phone number, when, when the Youngsville police officers pulled over Kayla Rayo, council member, asked for her number. She said 8675309, like the old 80s song. And she and Ricky Boudreaux started, started singing it. <laughs> also, uh, KATC has a story of what some Youngsville residents said about the incident. Tomorrow, uh, excuse me, Friday will be LSU Women's Basketball Day. A little update on the Nashville shooting. It's an update about the shooter. How to remove a boot from your vehicle. And not, I'm not condoning this, and I'm not saying that, that this is what you should do, but if you find yourself in a situation where you have a boot on your vehicle, you can't take it off, you don't want to pay, th this might work. It's on the way. Talk a little bit about Jazz Fest. I totally forgot about Jazz Fest. I saw this morning on KLFY.com. Also saw this minutes ago, and I didn't, I didn't have time to go and check it out for ourselves. But I was scrolling Facebook, and I saw that Jamie Bajeron shared a meme, and it was, I think it was like today years old that I found out there were no holes in the pool tables uh, on Michael Jackson's "Beat It" video, and like I've never, I, I never noticed that. So we're gonna watch the real video and see if that's real or fake. That's that's coming up. A dating poll found it's great for a guy to be short and bald. A woman hollowed out a loaf of bread and snuck wine into a concert. <laughs> Talk a little bit about AI this morning. Can you fall asleep anywhere? Social media prank gone wrong. That's the headline. That's coming up. Number one sandwich. And... If you're a Twitter user, will you now need to be verified to get into the For You feed? Now, I haven't really looked at Twitter like for a while, but I didn't realize that Twitter had the For You page the, and, and the regular page and all that stuff, very similar to TikTok. I didn't realize that, but some of that's changing a little bit. And is patriotism fading? What do you think the answer to that is, yes or no? Taliban posted photos of hundreds upon hundreds of U.S. military vehicles 
after the United States pulled out of Afghanistan. Really kind of saddening to see. Uh, and we got a couple other things we're going to get to on the, on the show as well. We got to say thanks to Motor City for powering the morning show and the power hour. And also thanks to Edge Custom Tent. Want to give them a shout out too. They're our overall sponsor. And look, I'm probably going to take the next couple days off, Thursday and Friday. Uh, I talked to my boss. Uh, that would be me. And I asked for a couple days off. I'm going to use personal time. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm very close to getting into my new studio. And hopefully that will be done by the end of the week. I, I have a, a wedding to DJ Friday uh, evening in New Orleans. So that's kind of taking a lot of my Friday time. I need to get a lot of stuff done tomorrow, Friday, and then Monday. I'll be coming to you live from the new Chris Logan Media Studio. So I'm, I'm here in a space now at Church Point. I'm, I'm renting it. And I told you this before. I got two areas. I got an office area and I got a, a studio area, which I'm going to have that too in, in my new offices. I'm going to have an office, podcast studio, uh, and then a studio for the planet. But I'm very excited about that. And I think it's going to be a, a, a cool space. But but Monday is going to be a, a big day for more ways or in more ways than one. And you're going to find out a little bit more on Monday. But so tomorrow on the planet, you're going to get nothing but music and also on Friday. I hope you're cool with that. But then Monday, I'll just say the game changes on, on Monday when I, when I move into the new studio. So pretty excited about that. Uh, we'll, we'll start this morning. With Chief Ricky Boudreaux, saw this on KATC.com. He issued a statement surrounding the incident with a Youngsville council member, Kayla Rayo. You may have seen that video. It was circulating. Uh, we watched a little bit of it yesterday. Didn't watch all of it. It's like, man, 18, 19 minutes. I didn't want to bore you with the whole entire thing. I was going to bore you with my talk instead. So if I'm going to bore you, I'm going to bore you personally. I'm not going to bore you with the YouTube video. But, man, I missed the 8675309 thing. I uh, saw a couple of memes about it yesterday. I'm like, what the hell? How did I miss that? But it was like later in the video. But it was the motor vehicle collision involving... Councilwoman Kayla Rayo that occurred on November 12, 2022 at 11.41 p.m. And he says this, the video footage extracted from the officer's body camera are the best evidence of the events which transpired on the night at issue. The article seeks to have the readers believe influence was placed upon the investigating officers given Ms. Rayo's position as a city councilwoman. So she got a little special treatment. Nothing could be further than the truth, though, he says. And the video shows just that. He says, I at no moment directed or implied that Councilwoman Rayo should receive preferential treatment. I do not condone Councilwoman Rayo's behavior towards the officers on the scene. And the video shows me telling her to stop. A careful examination of the footage, inclusive of the associated audio, evidences the investigating officers discussing whether a citation should be issued. At no time did I, as the supervisory officer and head of the, the department, interfere or participate in this discussion at all. 
All officers are afforded discretion in determining whether a citation should be issued and or, or a sobriety test should be administered. They asked her, ma'am, are you drinking or have you been drinking? Yes, no, probably, she said. <laughs> what? And he goes on to say, after a thorough review of the videos produced, I feel the footage corroborates the officer's decisions in exercising their discretion. You know, when, and also he says at the end, I have served this community with honor and respect and will continue to do so with all of my abilities. I welcome any inquiries into this matter and feel this is an obligation as a public servant to the citizens of Youngsville. You know, not, 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 nothing against Ricky Boudreaux, but I like when people put out uh, statements like this. And, you know, they got to use big words, you know, I guess maybe to like deter people or maybe seem smart, something like that. Got to got to use all those big words unless it wasn't really a real statement by him and some lawyer wrote it. Maybe that's why they have all the all the big words on it. But, dude, ask her at number eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. I mean, something went down for those officers not to give her a sobriety test, a you know, ticket, arrest her, you know, whatever it is. Uh, also, KATC had this story where they interviewed a few residents of Youngsville. And they commented on what they thought about the incident. Renee Squires said she had been living in Youngsville for nearly four years. She said Rayo should be held to the same standard as everyone else. She said, actually watched the video and thought it was a little unfair. If it would have been anyone else, I think we would have paid the price for it. Probably had the breathalyzer done, got out, walked, and done the testing. Dr. Tishners, remember that. Uh, Marshall Thomas, a retired veteran and former government employee, he too said that Rayo should not be exempt from the law. He said, quote, it's setting a double standard if they let her off because as a taxpaying citizen, she's set to a higher standard that she needs to serve the general public. So that was just a couple of people in Youngsville that, that commented on that situation. But if you haven't seen it yet, you want to see it. Uh, I think the full videos are on the Advocates YouTube page. You can go and check them out. Also, Friday, March 31st, LSU Women's Basketball Day. That's uh, across the state. In honor of LSU's women's basketball team returning to the Final Four, first time since 2008, Louisiana Secretary of State Kyle Ardwan proclaimed Friday, March 31st, LSU Women's Basketball Day in Louisiana. Ardwan went on to say the LSU women's basketball team has had an incredible run led by Coach Kim Mulkey and an amazing roster of players. He says, I encourage all Louisianians to wear purple and gold this Friday, March 31st, to show their support for the Lady Tigers as they look to make it to the national championship, national championship game on Sunday. Um, I'm going to support uh, the Tigers. And will I well wear purple and gold on Friday? I will not. Um, I, I personally do not have any purple and gold. I see Blake commented, let's go LSU women's basketball. I thought Blake was going to send me an LSU hoodie. He never did. He said he would uh, since I have my Raging Cajuns one all the time. <laughs> and by the way, I won't be on the air Thursday or Friday anyway to see me wear it. 
uh, I'll be I'll be working at at the new studio and offices. Uh, Blake says I have your jacket. <laughs> I could have used it this morning, dude. It was kind of cool outside. But uh, you know that that's pretty big for LSU's women's basketball team, uh, and you know Angel Reese and all those ladies that play playing some great basketball. Hopefully they can make it into the championship game. This is, you know, and I'm not going to get too much into the Nashville shooting, you know, again today, really not going to, but I, I did, I saw this on Yahoo News this morning. And says a friend says that she contacted authorities after messaging with the Nashville, Nashville shooter Audrey Hale on the morning of the attack. So she, it says a friend of Nashville shooter Audrey Hale told ABC News that she contacted local authorities on Monday morning after Hale messaged her online about, quote, planning to die today. But it was only minutes before the shooting started, and the authorities didn't come to speak to the friend until after the attack taking place. So it was a little too late when she notified authorities and probably specifically done by the shooter not to do it too soon, knowing that she was going to probably let the authorities know. Paige Patton is the person who notified the authorities, the Nashville radio host who goes by the name Aviarana, Aviarana maybe, told ABC News that she played basketball with Hale in the eighth grade and remained in occasional contact with her. She said she was contacted Monday at 9.57 a.m. by Hale, who told her, quote, I'm planning to die today. This is not a joke. You will probably hear about me on the news after I die. And then the shooting began 13 minutes later. She also said, quote, this is my last goodbye. I love you. See you again in another life. And then Patton replied back saying, Audrey, you have so much more. Uh, you have so much more life to live. She says, no, but I do not want to live. I'm so sorry. I'm not trying to, to upset you or get attention. I just need to die. I wanted to tell you first because you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen and known all my life. And then Patton said she sent her father a screenshot of Hale's messages and asked him if she should call somebody. Her father said yes and recommended that she call the suicide prevention line. She spoke to someone at the suicide prevention line who suggested she call local authorities. When she did, she said that they would send someone out to her location to review the screenshots. But she said no one came to see the messages until later that afternoon after the shooting had taken place. Probably because, you know, the shooting had, you know, had taken place, I'm, I'm assuming. But crazy, man. Crazy. Uh, John commented, our, our president claimed yesterday that you can't own an automatic weapon, machine gun, or flamethrower. None of which is true. Yeah, so I mean, it, boy, there's, there's going to be so much surrounding that. Or the gun laws. I even saw yesterday a couple news outlets saying an AR-style pistol. I'm like, okay. Um, 
but there's, I'm sure there's just like every other time, there's going to be a lot of talk about that. How to remove a, a boot on your vehicle. You know, like if you get, if you get booted, if, you know, maybe you parked in the wrong spot, I don't know, you owe uh, tickets and, and police boot your car or your truck. They put the, the yellow deal on it and you don't want to pay and you don't know how to take it off. Just drive away with it. That, that might help. Check this out. This is a, uh, a video here of a car that did just that. They said, you know what? Um, let's go ahead and just drive off and see what happens. Coming out the parking lot. Checking traffic. Stops at the stop sign. And the boot comes off. So only after about, what, maybe 15, 20 seconds, drive off with your boot, and then it's it's going to come off. The comments, glad they used their left turn signal at the end. Now, it, it sort of looks like a Tesla. It looks like a fancy car, but they said, screw it, I'm going. I'm, I'm out of here. I don't care if I have a boot on or not. But it, but it worked. Now, would it work on my vehicle? I don't know. Hopefully, I, I never get a boot. But I had to share that video with you this morning. Jazz Fest. Dude, I, I totally forgot about Jazz Fest, man. Saw a little story about it this morning on KLFY. Going to see a variety of genres. Rock, country, rap, R&B. Um... The headliners, Ed Sheeran, Dead & Company, Lizzo, Mumford & Sons, The Lumineers, Santana, John Batiste, Jill Scott, Robert Plant, and Allison Krauss. Uh, Kane Brown, Steve Miller Band, Gary Clark Jr., Leon Bridges, Ludacris is going to be there, Trombone Shorty, Wu-Tang Clan, and The Soul Rebel, Kenny Loggins, Herbie Hancock, what? Neo, Big Freed, I want to go see Herbie Hancock. Dun, dun. Like, is that going to be his only song? He's going to have all those bad robots up on stage with him like he had in the video back in the day. <laughs> but let's see, April. What's the what's the dates? April 28th and uh, through the 30th and then, and then May 4th through the 7th. Always those those two weekends. But. Looks, I mean, like a, a pretty good lineup. Hopefully the weather cooperates both those weekends. Let's see what else they had. I thought they had a list of when it opens and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe I just dreamed that. But that is coming up soon at the end of this month and the beginning or at the end of April and the beginning of May. Jazz Fest. Also, gotta, we, we got to take a look at this. So I was scrolling Facebook. Before I got on the show. And I was trying to get to my page so I can make the video public. So if you share it, it, it will actually share the way it's supposed to. But I saw Jamie Bajeron share this, this meme. And I never realized this before. And until you see some memes or until you see these I was today years old when, right? You, you know, you've, you've seen that all the time. And so he shared 
this meme, and it was a picture of Michael Jackson in the Beat It video, you know, where he had that bomb-ass red jacket. And it said, I found out 41 years, uh, I found, I find, oh my God, I found out after 41 years that there are no holes in the pool tables in the Beat It video. And there's a couple pictures there. You know, when Michael Jackson's dancing around the pool table, if you remember the Beat It video, and there's no holes in there. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is that, that, is that some AI-generated photos? Like, is that uh, Photoshop maybe? Someone Photoshopped that if they're using old-school technology. But what, let's, let's, let's watch and see. So I, I have the video here. I have it pulled up. And I want to see if that's real if, or if that's fake news. Let's see. And we'll listen to Beat It. Boy, that video played, I remember playing like over and over and over again on MTV back in the day. Like, they're, like I guess there were supposed to be hoods. That's what they called them back in the day, some hoods. <laughs> like they're going to fight, but they're not going to fight, they're going to dance. But back in the day, dancing was equivalent to fighting. Dudes coming out the sewer. He got a, a, a crip bandana on his head. It's about to go down. Oh, snap. They, they, they don't have any holes on the pool tables. Look like that's the gang leader right there, the dragons. It's time to go. All right, I'm going. All right, let's just get, we're going to get to the part. See Michael Jackson's taking a nap before he goes out, staring at the wall. Oh, they found another hood. Hanging out like a homeless person. <laughs> Come on, Michael, get to the pool hall. I like watching the lyrics to these old uh, videos, too. Because you know we were singing it wrong back in the day. You know damn well we were singing all the wrong lyrics. We, we didn't have this the way they have now. Look, dude, truckload of hoods. Well, they, they're going to rumble. Is that what they called it back in the day, too? They got a rumble scheduled for 10 o'clock at the pool hall. Gangsta. <laughs> They made sure to get this uh, the fence with the barbed wire at the top. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, they're about to meet up for the rumble. Michael's in the diner, dude. You're late. Come on. Hey, what is he looking for here? All I want to see is a pool table. Oh, there we go. Here we go. This is the part right here. And look. There's, if you're watching this morning, there, there's no holes in the pool table. None. None at all. My mind is blown. You want to see the hoods fight or you want to get in or you want to see why there are no holes in the pool table? They got some essays, you know, some crips. It's a whole, it's a whole uh, variety. Look, see, 
about to go down. And they say the world's racist. Come on, man. Look, there's a leader of the dragons. Where's the other leader? What is this? Oh, look, his button. I just noticed that. Dude, this is like a reaction video here because this is so good. Look, this dude's button on his jacket says pure trash. <laughs> pure trash. Oh, dude, I lost my place. Here we go. Somebody got nunchucks in a pipe. But they're not even going to use that because they're dancing. Oh, and by the way, I remember begging my parents to get some sunglasses like that back in the day. If you're watching this morning, it was those old school 80s glasses that you put on and then there were like uh, like leather blinders on the side where, where you couldn't see out. There was no peripheral vision. It was just totally covered. You know, back in the day, I told you I'd be honest with you here on the show. Uh, back in the day, I used to dig Michael Jackson, man. I, I tried to perfect the uh, moonwalk. Uh, ended up getting a uh, silver Michael Jackson glove. I think I got it from the sound shop in the mall. Break out the switchblades, man. It's like a choreographed knife fight. <laughs> All right, enough of the beating video, but that was awesome, dude. Maybe we got to do that more often. Go to old school videos and, and look at them again and dissect them. That might be a fun part of the show. Let's see. Uh, I, I mean, I got to Google it. I do not know the answer. Why do some pool tables have, let's see, here it is, comes up, have no pockets. Pool tables with no pockets or openings are also used for other games like nine ball or ten ball. The object of the game on a pool table with no pockets or openings is to sink all three balls into one pocket at the same time. This is called carom. Is that how you say it? C-A-R-O-M. Oh, I didn't even think about that, John. John uh, uh, commented and said, I'm surprised Facebook didn't mute you. It's true, man. We were listening to Michael Jackson for over three minutes. Uh, me and Mark Zuckerberg are like that, dude. I, I called and uh, I, um, I have rights now to use all the music. Not a lie. But apparently there is a um, special game, Carom. I think I'm pronouncing it right, C-A-R-O-M. And I guess that's what was going down at the pool hall where they shot the Beat It video with Michael Jackson. How cool is that? Learn something new every day. Every day. Thank you, Jamie Bajeron, and your uh, meme that you posted this morning. That is legit. It's not fake news. It's, it's real. Also, this morning, um. Uh, a dating poll found that it's a great time to be a short ball guy. So if you are still dating, maybe you're looking to get um you know a significant other, or maybe you're looking for a side piece. I I, I don't know, but now's the time if you're short and ball. And I'm wondering if it's like a like, is that like a Danny DeVito short? Um, you know, where where is it? And never wonder why Danny DeVito, I don't want to get off track here, but like of all the people that Jersey Mike's, I'm sure you've seen the commercials. I'm sure you've been served an ad on social media or maybe uh, on your favorite websites of Jersey Mike's. They're doing a, a big marketing push. But dude, where did they come up with Danny DeVito being the guy? 
Like, did they put all their money in the marketing bucket and say, look, we got this much to spend. And then they said, you know, they had their allotted money, TV commercials, all that. And they, and they didn't have much left over. Who were going to go get? I don't know, dude, Danny DeVito. How much is he? Cut him a deal for maybe, I don't know, like three grand. And, and they took him. But I'm like, dude, I mean, look, Danny DeVito's, I mean, he's just this 80s comedian actor. Like, who? what, what does he have to do with Jersey Mike's? And how do people that that Jersey Mike's demo that they want, they don't even know who Danny DeVito is. They didn't see Throw Mama from the Train. They didn't see Twins with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but a new dating poll found it's a great time to be short, bald, and single. A third of people currently looking for a man said that being bald and under five foot seven would have no impact on their decision to date them. Oh, overall, 63% of singles said personality is more important than their looks. Come on now. Come on. You can walk around with someone that's not that great looking and have a great personality? Maybe so. The world's changing, maybe so. But it used to be back in the day, you know, ladies wanted a, a you know tall guy. It had to be like you know for some over six foot. But hey, short dudes, bald dudes, you don't you don't uh, you're not married. Don't worry. Now is the time to strike. Now is the time to strike. At that halfway point of the power hour, uh, we're here on the planet. Your online home for '90s and 2000s rock. John says, I knew eventually I would be in style. <laughs> um, but we're on the planet, your online home for 90s and 2000s rock. Uh, listen to theplanet.com, how you can listen. Uh, App Store, Google Play. Search for Listen to the Planet. We're on uh, TuneIn Radio, iHeart, and Alexa. For Alexa, enable the planet online skilled and say Alexa play the planet online boom there you go going to be listening to 90s and 2000s rock and this is the power hour uh where we look at the daily headlines what's trending stories and today we're doing it for Wednesday March 29 uh this woman going viral for what she did to sneak a bottle of wine into a concert into a music festival I, I don't agree with the headline that the Daily Mail put, but I wanted to show you a picture of this if you are watching this morning. You know, they say, woman is dubbed a Christ-like figure after sneaking a bottle of wine into a music festival in a hollowed-out loaf of sourdough. I mean, I don't, I, Christ-like? Don't think so, but that's just me. Um, Alexandria Funnel, age 34, from Melbourne. Went to see the band Bon Iver at Sydney Meyer Music Bowl earlier this month with her friend Lauren, who's also 34. They didn't want to spend the night getting drinks at the bar. They want, maybe wanted to save a little money, too. She's a TV producer. She came up with a great way to save money. She bought a uh, loaf of bread for $1.75. She hollowed out the inside, and she hid her $15 bottle of wine in there. She claimed that nobody suspected a thing as she poured the wine from the bread into red plastic cups. And, and when I saw this this morning, I think I saw this video on TikTok. Social media users have compared Alexandria pouring wine from bread to a scene from the Bible. 
And some have even called her Jesus. Come on. But, you know, Jesus turned water into wine, not, not bread. Uh, she, and she even used a hollowed-out bread to make cheesy garlic bread. When she got home, it was a win-win. She got to eat supper, and she got to sneak a $15 bottle of wine into a music festival. She said, it's a bit silly and ridiculous, but there's always such a big line for drinks, so I thought maybe we should smuggle in some wine. She says, I'm a rule bender, not breaker. You know, so I guess don't bring in your own alcohol. When you do, you bend the rules. You didn't break the rules. <laughs> she says, I prioritize comfort and uh, practicality at concerts. We had already, cool, we already paid $200 for a ticket. She said, you were allowed to bring snacks in, so I thought maybe we should take some bread in and hide the wine. We got past security and did not end up lining up for drinks. And here it is, if you're watching this morning. I made the screen a little bit bigger. There's the loaf of bread. The bottle of wine is inside, and you can see her pouring the wine into a red cup. Now, they could have got, got busted if they weren't serving any red cups at this this music festival, but I guess there are so many people there that probably wouldn't really have been checking cups, but there she is. Smart, not smart. Innovative, not innovative, dumb, whatever you want to call it, it's real. And she is going viral for it. Come on, man. It's, that could be like, a, um, like an uh-uh story today. That, that could very well be an uh-uh story. Also this, man, AI. Proving no one is irreplaceable. In this case, supermodels. Levi's, not just a random brand. Levi's has partners, partnered with a digital model studio to create AI-generated fashion models to supplement human models. It's happening. The move reduces cost and could signal the replacement of human models altogether. Dude, it's, it's, it's getting real. And I don't want to be the old fogey of the bunch here, but it's kind of getting scary. You know, certain, certain things, certain way AI is being used, it's kind, it's kind of getting scary. Saw this this morning, too, while we're talking about AI, Elon Musk and also Steve Wozniak, the what was the co-founder uh, of Apple, and a host of other tech leaders and artificial intelligence experts are urging AI labs to pause development of powerful new AI systems in an open letter citing potential risks to society. The letter asked AI developers to, quote, immediately pause for at least six months the training of AI systems more powerful than GPT-4. It was issued by the Future of Life Institute and signed by more than 1,000 people, including Elon Musk, who argue that safety protocols need to be developed by independent overseers to guide the future of AI systems. So I guess it's, it's almost like a free-for-all. 
GPT-4 is the latest deep learning model from OpenAI, which, quote, exhibits human-level performance on various professional and academic benchmarks. Powerful AI systems should be developed only once we're confident that their effects will be positive and their risks will be manageable. That was on the letter, too. They went on to say, at this stage, no one, quote, can understand, predict, or reliably control the new powerful, the powerful new tools developed in AI labs. The undersigned tech experts cite the risk of propaganda and lies and articles that look real, even the possibility that AI programs can outperform workers and make jobs obsolete. Hmm. What do you think about that? Real talk, right? Is it, is it getting out of control? And again, we talked about this before, man. You know, what are, we, what are we willing to give up for advancements in technology? Facebook user says, I'm short, but this knotted up lopsided head would make women run. It says Facebook user. Not sure who it is. Maybe it's my buddy, Dwayne. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it's a real thing. You know, what's going to happen uh, with AI, how much it is going to take over. It's taken over a good bit already. Can you fall asleep anywhere? I'm going to answer yes to that question. If you would ask my wife if I could fall asleep anywhere, she would also answer yes to that question too. But where could you fall asleep? When I saw this this morning, I'm like, damn, you got to be tired to fall asleep on top of the laundry. Imagine falling asleep on top of some dirty drawers. You got to be dead ass tired to do that. A, a recent survey asked people for, for their alternative sleep spots. What do, you, what do you think was number one on that list? 51% said the couch. But according to the survey, uh, that percentage, it was surprising that it wasn't higher because the other options seem less optimal. 44% say they can catch some Zs on the carpet or a rug. Yeah, I mean, you got to, you got to. 43% said the arm, an armchair works. 36% said at a table or at a desk. I mean, if you're, if you're really tired like that, I mean, you can fall asleep like this. You know, put your elbow on the table. And, you know, lean your head against your fist. And you can take an eight-minute, you know, Navy SEAL rejuvenating nap. Have you ever seen that? The uh, eight-minute Navy SEAL nap where you put your legs up on the couch and then kind of, you know, lay back. And eight minutes, you're supposed to be up and at them and, and ready to go. But 30% of people said that they catch some Zs on top of laundry. I hope it's clean laundry and not dirty drawers, dirty towels, or wet towels. That, that wouldn't be nice. But uh, I got to say, you know, you get a, a, you know, maybe a nice pile of, you know, warm towels, you know, fresh out the dryer, and you're tired. Dude, you can lay down on there and take a nap, spread it out a little bit, you know, enough to, to lay your body on it. It's over. I might have, I might have to try that. 15% of people, so less than, less than laundry, said a hammock 
or a lounge chair. Nice cool day. Hammock. Dude, I haven't I haven't laid or sat on a hammock in, in a really, really long time. Are those still a thing? Lounge chair, I could. Cool day outside on the patio. Part of that 15%. But I I could fall asleep pretty much anywhere. Saw this too. Wanted to share this with you. Saw it on 1079ishot.com. You know, when I first saw it, I'm like, eh, yeah, headline, hopefully the headline would have been different because you see the headline is social media prank goes terribly wrong in a Target store. And immediately when I saw the headline, I thought it's probably one of those dumb TikTok, you know, scare people, uh, you know, throw something over them. And, and, th- and that's what it was. But I thought maybe that the person who performed the prank got their ass beat. Because I'm waiting to see videos like that. You know, you go and you do something, you know, throw a bucket on the head of the wrong person. I've seen videos where, like, people are walking around with a a sheet of styrofoam, uh, like in Lowe's or Home Depot, or they're walking around with a piece of plywood or a piece of wood, and they push it onto a person that's actually looking to purchase something. And I'm just waiting for somebody just to boom. Like, Like, no discussion. Like, just reaction is punch. And I I thought that may have been what was in the story, but it's not. It's actually a little more serious. And and look, I'm, I'm all about being funny. I'm all about cracking some jokes. I'm all about having fun. I'm not saying that. But, I mean, I think there should be some, some lines. And look, maybe some of those pranks are staged, you know, where, where they put things over people's head in the grocery store and department stores. And I mean, if you, if you're on social media, you've seen all that stuff before, but this one's about a woman who just gave birth to twins. She was shopping at the target store in Tustin, California. And she fell victim to the prank where someone put a bucket on top of her head. Four young boys allegedly put a bucket on Lana Clay uh, Moynihan's head while she was shopping for baby products. And she says that's when everything went dark and quiet. She told KTLA, quote, everything went quick, went quiet, dark, and there was really no air. I flipped off what was put over me around my neck. I turned around and looked over my left shoulder. To my dismay, it was a group of individuals who were filming me seemingly for some sort of prank or maybe something for TikTok. Yes, ma'am, you were right. That's what they were doing to you. So she said that she developed epilepsy during her cancer battle and because of the lack of air during the prank, or they called it the stunt. It's not a stunt, man. Yeah. It's a dumb prank. The lady fainted in the aisle of the store. According to the news station report, police are reviewing the store's video surveillance, and they hope to identify the four young men who did this to the new mom. The prank has been labeled as the Stranger Bucket Challenge. The woman who is the victim to this challenge, this prank, Still recovering from the scary incident while police continue to look through 
TikTok for this particular prank. So they're not sure um, if it is online or not. So watch, if you're watching this morning, uh, it's, it's, it's one of these pranks. And if you're listening, you can, you can hear it. But where they just walk up, looks like this dude's at uh, uh, Lowe's because I see the blue and not the orange. So he's at Lowe's, not Home Depot. See, that one right there looked kind of staged to me. See, because he's, he's kind of he's kind of laughing. So I know I know some of them are, are, are probably staged. But uh, I'm sure some others aren't. And then they apologize after. And then, you know, tell them it's a prank and then put it on social media. But this poor lady passed out while these teens put, put buckets on their head. On, on her head. What's the number one favorite sandwich in America? Bologna, ham, turkey? Nope. Grilled cheese, number one. 79% of people either like or somewhat like the yummy grilled cheese sandwich. One of the most beloved comfort foods. I'm not a big grilled cheese guy. I know you see a lot of that. A lot of people call... Um, Grilled cheese and tomato soup comfort food. That might be in the Northwest, man. Over here, you know, half of uh, Boudin Link, a few cracklings, that's comfort food. Plate of rice and gravy, some jambalaya, that's comfort food. Um, also saw this, and Seth sent me this story. It was from KADN.com, and I, I saw it elsewhere. Uh, this is the one I, I saw from CNN just kind of scrolling and surfing the internet this morning. But uh, it says, less than a day after Elon Musk implied that Twitter users might soon only see tweets from paid subscribers in their default feed, Elon was forced to clarify that posts from accounts users follow will still be visi uh, visible too. I didn't realize that Twitter had a For You tab, but they do. The first screen that users see when they open the app that curates tweets by using an algorithm. So you can get tweets from people that you don't follow. Late Monday, Elon Musk said the For You tab will soon only recommend people who pay for the premium Twitter blue service. He says starting April 15th, only verified accounts will be eligible to be in For You recommendations. He says... This is the only realistic way to address advanced AI bot swarms taking over. It is otherwise a hopeless losing battle. Voting in polls will require verification for the same reason. And look, you know, we're talking about, we talked about the AI stuff and all that. Is that what Elon Musk is trying to stop? And, and will this verify, because remember when, they, uh, when he first talked about Twitter Blue and you had to pay $8 or I think it was $12 a month, whatever it was, well, everybody was like, oh, no, you know, no. then that calmed down. And then Facebook kind of talked about doing that and, and verifying the, you know, your account. Now, while I wouldn't want to pay that much, I, I mean, I think a verification is somewhat needed and they would verify it to your, you know, like to your phone. That's how the app would be verified with your phone like, like any other app so they know that it is real. And that's one of the biggest problems on social media. What's real and, and what's not? So I think, I'm, I think I'm, I'm pro, I guess just loosely speaking right now, pro some kind of verification. 
for accounts, but then I don't want to pay $8, $10, $12 a month in order to, to do so. I don't know. Maybe there's a way around it. But if you're a Twitter user, that's something to look forward to. Also, this is kind of sad. Would, would you say, I mean, I guess I kind of gave it away, but would you say that patriotism is fading in America? I, I would say that answer is yes. You know, and I've always, and I'm, I, you know, in conversation with people mentioned this, like you remember after 9-11, the, the patriotism, you know, that was shown, the unity, the strength of the United States of America, you know, was, was, was there. And it lasted a while. But this story here from the Wall Street Journal says patriotism just isn't as important as it used to be. And, and, and I don't like that term because it, it is important. 70% of Americans in 1998 said patriotism was, quote, very important to them. That number dropped to 60% in 2019, and guess where it's at today? Unbelievable. 38%. There's not much, you know, um, not that much pride anymore being American, living in America. And boy, you know, again, I don't, we get, we get political a little bit um, here on the show. But, but that's why all these other countries are laughing at us, take advantage of us, want to get rid of the U.S. dollar because America is, is weak. And, and that, that's, just my, that's just my opinion. You can agree or disagree, uh, disagree with me on that. But America's weak. And just look what's going on around the world. The United States used to be that, used to be that leader. You know, the president was a leader of the free world. And recently that, that stopped. That's, that, that, that faded. That's, that's over. But, 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 but read up on that. China wants the, I think you pronounce it the yuan, like their, 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 their dollar. That's going to be the, the global dollar. That's what they're trying to push. Losing. Losing. So, you know, for me, and, and again, this is, this is only my opinion. You know, for, for me, when, when I heard the term make America great again, that's where, that's where my mind went. Obviously, the media told you something else and push this agenda that that meant something else. But for me, that's what that meant. That, that superpower, that, that, that global economy power, uh, technology, you know, being the leader of the free world and have these other countries looking at us again like, damn, America's strong. It's not, it's not like that anymore. It, it's not. And that's only my it's only my two cents. And you see that here. 38% of people think that patriotism is important. Don't know. John says it's by design, but I'm a conspiracy theorist. Right. You know, if you think that way, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. Brent says, I saw the poll. It's pretty sad. I'm doubtful either another 9-11 could spike the 
could spike in some patriotism these days. And, and, you know, Brent, that's what I was going to get to when I said I mentioned that in conversation with people. Um, and, and I kind of I, I overstepped that. But yes, if there was another, God forbid, 9-11 type attack in America, it, that feeling we all had, that patriotism back in the day, wouldn't wouldn't be there again. I, I, I don't think that could unite uh, the country again. I, 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 I really do not believe that. That's just my two cents. But it's, it's crazy, man. 38% today, an all-new low thing that patriotism is important. Man. And then uh, check this out. So saw this, and, and you know, obviously... Um, it, it could be some propaganda. It, it, I mean, it, it, it looks real. This is the Taliban posted photos of hundreds of U.S. military vehicles it said were abandoned in the chaotic pullout of Afghanistan and now form part of its army. Look at this. If you're watching, if you're watching this morning, look at the pictures of the Humvees, uh, these trucks just lined up in, ro- in rows. Taliban now claims to have repaired the vehicles and is using them. The Taliban claims to have repaired and put back to use around 300, not three, not 30, 300 military vehicles abandoned by the U.S. after their withdrawal from Afghanistan. Look, this is, uh, this is the picture here. Uh, it's, it's in Arabic. It's on Twitter. See if I can pull up a better pic because there's, there's a few different ones. But look at this. You know, there's there's some that are all busted up, but look at look at all the the U.S. I mean, look 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 all these trucks and these vehicles just lined up, left. Whew! The U.S. abandoned seven billion with a B of military equipment it provided the former Afghan government. Uh, in this battle with Taliban insurgents, I mean, we 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 know all that. We we know that you know that entire story. But seven billion dollars. <laughs> this um, see, I was trying to see a date of when this story was March twenty eighth. So that was yesterday, yesterday morning. And look, there's five thousand four hundred fifty nine comments, and people still typing as we're looking at this. People still typing. Their comments. About this story. And anyway, you can check that out. That's on Yahoo. I'm sure you can pretty much find it. um, You know, find it anywhere if you want to check it out. What about being, are you a superstitious sports fan? I am. I'm, I'm. I'm I'm a little bit better now than I was, but like you know, having to wear a certain jersey or or shirt or watch the game at a, a certain house or you know, I mean, we all you know drink from a, a cup or maybe you got to cook the same lunch while the Saints are playing or you got to cook the same dinner while you're watching the Tigers. Whatever it is, we all have. I, I think, or most of us as sports fans, you know, have this superstition when it comes to game day. What do you think's most popular? Well, number one, 
wearing a specific jersey every time the team plays. 50% of people said that, and, and I would believe that. If I had to guess what was the, the number one most superstitious thing, I think it would be a jersey. And some people do not wash their jersey until the end of the season. 44% of people do that. Uh, 42% of people sit in a specific spot. I know a friend of mine does that. He, like, during Saints games, and he's an old-school Saints fan, like an old, old-school Saints fan. And if he's in a certain spot and the Saints are doing good, he, he will not get up. He will not get up. That's the same buddy of mine. We used to do uh, a high school broadcast together. And the high school that we were covering, they were doing well, and he was standing on the sideline, and he didn't want to move because they were, they were doing well. I'm like, dude, you got to move. And he ended up getting hit. He ended up getting hit by, uh, by a player coming out the sideline because he didn't want to move. I'm like, dude, you, like, you, you took one for the team. But superstitions in sports, I, I, I think that's been around for a very long time. And people do many, many different things. You know, I, I, and, and this is a weird superstition thing about me. So when it comes to Saints games, normally it's uh, my dad, my brother, and my family, we, we get together. And then, like, we rotate homes. And it's normally just us. But then you get, uh, Dwayne says you pushed him down. I didn't. I tried to help him up, and he fell back down. But, you know, there's always, I remember when the Saints got into the playoffs. Like, I had a few more people over to the house. Saints made it to the Super Bowl. We had more people coming over to the house, and I'm thinking, like, man, did I, did I mess up the juju? Like, did, did I mess things up by inviting more people to the house? And, of course, with the Super Bowl, I did not. Now, there are a few other games that, uh, like the Minnesota Miracle, boy, that, I don't even want to talk about that. Uh, you know, the Rams. I, see, it's all coming back to me. Now I'm getting upset. We're not going to talk about the Rams game. We're not going to talk about Minnesota at all. We're going to stick with superstitions in sports. But do you have any? Is it a jersey? Is it sitting in a, a specific chair? Is it cooking a specific meal? I think a lot of us have it. Also, who's, uh, damn, it's 9 o'clock. Hang on, we're having too much fun. I wanted to get to this. In a like, like, who gets more stressed out? In a 24-hour period, married women are 50% more likely than men to complain of being in a bad mood, according to reports from a Harvard University researcher. Sociologists theorize that married um, women experience more daily stress than men. They often are stretched by their career, their kids' friends, grocery shopping, bill paying, etc. Men, on the other hand, are stressed, but tend to be strained mainly by work, finances, and the immediate family. So it's saying that, that wives and women have a little more to be stressed out about. Grocery shopping, bill paying, you know, maybe changing some diapers, you know, stuff like that coming back from work. So who's more stressed, men or women? According to this, women. And we're in overtime. We're in one-minute overtime. So we're done for today. 
One minute over. And, and again, um, I'm going to be off tomorrow, and I'm going to be off on Friday, trying to get some last-minute stuff done in the new studio. And I'll be coming to you live from the new studio on Monday. Got a lot happening on Monday. Make, make sure you kind of uh, uh, following uh, this weekend. I'll, I'll be getting you up to date on a few things, but it's going to be all new on Monday morning for the morning show and the plan. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I don't want to brag. You know, it's not bragging, but I'm excited to show you the new studio and the new podcast studio, the new office area that I have. I'm moving out of this space. It might sound a little uh, echoey today because, dude, I took out like like my little sound barrier things on this wall, that wall, my curtains. I took off uh, uh, this other vinyl piece that I had on the wall. And so it's a little more echoey than it, than it was before because I moved some of that yesterday. But I got to tie up a bunch of loose ends, and then Monday will officially will officially launch, and I'm I'm excited for Monday. Monday we launch into the stratosphere. I'm just going to say that. All right, Monday we launch into the stratosphere. You'll find out more on Monday. All right, good. So have a great rest of your Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and I'll see you on Monday. All right, see you.